0: Have you ever been encouraged before? Do you have an encouraging story or a testimony that you would like to share with others? Well, this is what we do here on the Encouragement Forward podcast. Here people come and share an encouraging story or a testimony on how they overcame a tough season, how God has blessed them, and how they're able to move forward. We've all been encouraged once before, so why not encourage one another? Pass it on to someone else. That's where Encouragement Forward comes from. This is your host, Jarkeesha McGahee, also known as Coach Sunshine Jam make sure to tune into this next episode. Welcome to another episode of the Encouragement Forward podcast. On today's episode, I have with me Maureen Smell, but she go most people call her Mo. But before we get started, let's start off with the word of prayer. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Father God, for this opportunity to come together once again, Lord God, to share an encouraging story or testimony, to share a story that someone needs to hear, Lord God, that may be going through this tough season themselves. Father God, we thank you for what you're doing and what you have done and what is yet yet to come. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for your divine connections. We thank you, Father God, for bringing us together to have this moment to do what you're calling us to do. Father God, as we talk, may you speak through us. May we share the things you need us to share, Father God, with your people. Use us, Lord, for your glory. And we ask all these things in your daughter son, Jesus Christ, magnificent, precious, and wondrous name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, so tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: So I am a mom of seven. My oldest is, I think, 25. You know, I kind of <laughs> lose track of ages. <laughs> Um, somewhere that around there, and then my youngest is nine, so three of them are out of the house; they're on their own. So, uh, three of my kids are out of the house. Four are still home that I'm homeschooling. Um, I'm a Christian uh, life coach, and I love encouraging people. Love to be able to just walk alongside them. Um, I also love really good conversations around a hot chai or kombucha.
0: i was like that's pretty um awesome you got like a busy schedule when you said they're like 26 and the youngest one is nine and i'm like wow i can i can imagine it was never do a moment with all of them in there at the same time
1: no <laughs> no never a dull moment for sure
0: so how many boys and how many girls
1: i have five girls two boys and my boys are like bookends my youngest is um a boy and then my second oldest is a boy so they're not even close <laughs> in age they're uh you know
0: <laughs> oh, wow. That is fun. So you said you're a life, you're a um, certified life coach. did, mm-hmm. what, what do you, what's your, um, your specialty?
1: So I am a certified life coach. I work with moms in business, women in business, and I help them discover how they're making decisions and the patterns they're operating out of. And, um, basically I help them see their, see their brain, see what they're thinking, and what God's calling them into, and how maybe they're playing small and holding back without even realizing it, because of some default patterns.
0: Oh wow, I love that. I'm like, okay, I'm a little. I was like, I told you earlier before we got started. I'm like, I'm excited about our conversation just to see, you know, what you're saying, and then even what you're saying. I'm like, okay, this is right down my alley.
1: I was like, <laughs> yeah. yes.
0: I was like yes. I was like, yes, I'm a mom. Um, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. But then one thing I've been seeing a lot more that I think God has been showing me, like people in your mindset and how we're thinking about things and how we do things unconsciously. Without knowing like why we're doing it, even when it comes to like how you handle your money, even when it comes to like how your the habits you do form, even what the thing that's holding you back, like you said that you don't know is mm-hmm. holding you back. Like what in your brain has happened? It's like, no, I can't do this. Nobody's gonna want to listen to what I have. Nobody's not gonna want to buy what I have. Nobody, you know, we start talking ourselves out of like you said we self sabotage. Yeah. Like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not,
1: you know. Right? And that's the battle of, that's the battlefield that we, Satan loves to just twist things so that there was a kernel of truth to it. And then we believe it, but it's not who God says we are. It's not what his word says, but we don't recognize that we've held it as a belief. Um, and then we're, we're making decisions based on that belief. And we don't even recognize it because it's on a subconscious level. So like life coaching honestly has helped, um, me understand Romans 12, where it says, renew your mind mm-hmm. to have a better understanding of how we do that with God's word so that it, it is something that transforms our actions. It's not just, Oh, a good thought. It's like, Oh my goodness, this is exactly what God meant about taking captive every thought mm-hmm. and seeing if it, you know, does it align with his word? Cause I'd be like, what in the heck does that even mean? taking captive a thought. Like I'm thinking of thought, what, how do I take it captive? But it's like bringing a thought to your conscious level so that you can actually see it and be like, Oh, that's what I was thinking. Okay. Lord. That if I'm really thinking that that is not true, or maybe it could be, yeah. Oh, that is true. I'm so glad God, your word is in my heart. So it's like, it was, it, it was a revelation for me to be able to understand how to see my thinking and how to actually apply um Romans 12, where it talks about renewing your mind daily.
0: Oh yeah. I, like, I like that because that's one of the things I know, like you said, the devil loves to go in our mind and twist those thoughts and we start thinking and then we we're like well I shouldn't do this and it I know one of the things I know is probably something you've seen too with other moms is a pattern of we'll be so excited about something and you're ready to take it on and ready to do it and then all of a sudden like the next day you're like I don't know about that I don't know if I you know should do that because I noticed that with myself lately like I'll be so excited yeah. and I am going to do this and I'm going to push and then all of a sudden it's like the next day like well Maybe I should just pull back a little bit and not do it. And, and, I, and I'll be so ready. Like, I'm going to be bold. I'm going to just step out and I'm going to just do it and just keep doing it. But it was it wouldn't stay consistently. So it's one of those things is like just knowing, like you said, what is keeping you from moving forward? Like, what lies are you listening to in your head? that's saying like, OK, I'm not going to be good enough to do this or nobody's not going to um, invest in me or I don't have all the skills and I don't have all the tools.
1: <laughs> right, right. And, um, what I have noticed, like anytime I'm moving into something new in my life, there's a part of me, the way that God wired us is he wired our brain for safety to keep Mm -hmm. us. safe. So whenever I'm stepping into something new, my brain wants to bring me back to my comfort zone because it's saying, Oh no, that new thing is dangerous. (laughs) You don't know what to expect. Um, you don't know the results yet because your brain wants to know the end result before you start So that it can say, oh yeah, that's a good decision. And so this is where faith for me really came alive, where God showed me that um, my faith step is taking that action step and trusting him with the results. I wasn't in charge of the results. He was in charge of the results. My choice is to just take one step at a time. And so I had to tell my brain that I'm like, okay, no, we're okay, we're okay (laughs) Um, Yeah, that nervous feeling I have because I don't know what I'm doing because I'm stepping into something I've never done before. That's okay. Like that has to happen in order for me to grow and move forward. And I'm trusting the Lord that if he's called me, he's given me everything I need. He's equipped me. And so I've had to counteract that feeling myself stepping into anything new you said that I just
0: I just actually put a post out there that yesterday I was just like stepped out and did it because I was doing my devotion and I got go forth and I did a reel on Instagram and I was telling the people like you are well equipped and then I saw something else recently about being equipped like you can do this you are equipped you have all the tools that you need to do if he if he told you to do it and planted the seed within you then he's going to get you to it like I said sometimes like us doing it scared because we're so like like you said we're reserved our brain goes until no 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 don't do that. Don't do that. We yeah. don't know what's going to happen there. And then that fear k- kicks in and then you step back and you like, I'm not going to do it. But like you said, just really having that level of your faith and maturity to just stop and say no, and telling your brain, like you said, no, God's got me, we're going to be okay, no matter what happened. like I tell people, just, you know, step out and do it afraid, you know, even if he's giving it to you, if it doesn't go the way you want it to, it's still okay, you can revamp, and he'll give you the tools and direct you in the right way, even if you didn't do it the right way starting out, so that's yeah. why I love how you tell your brain, like, no brain, you stop. I'm going to tell you what to do because I control you. <laughs> Like, yes, yeah. you are the, you're in the main frame, but I yeah. need to train you to know that no, yeah. everything is okay. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. For sure. For sure.
0: So tell so, me about,
1: Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead.
0: No, I was about to tell me. So tell me about a, a, a tough season you endured and how you overcame it.
1: Yes. So, um, you know what, I knew that you were going to ask me that question. So I was (laughs) thinking, I was like, Lord, what tough season. And I just keep going back to the season of my life where I had all seven kids still at home. I, um, things were just tough. It was a tough season in every area of my life, like financially, family-wise, it was tough to being able to keep track of everything. Um, relationally, there was just a lot of stress and pressure and, um, I had just given birth to my seventh child, was working in the hospital. Oh, wow. (laughs) I, because I was at that time, I was a um, social media manager and I did some VA work, which I loved. I loved doing that stuff. I love the freedom, but since everything was so hard, I was telling myself, I need to fix this. I need to fix this. So because my circumstances were a mess, I was waiting. I was truly believing that if my circumstances change, even if it's just my financial circumstance, if that changes, then I will feel peace. Then I will feel secure. Then I will feel love. Then I'll feel like I can rest. Right. Mm -hmm. So I pushed through, I gave birth. I'm like checking stuff on in the hospital I come home, I did not take a break. I like was still I'm like home. I kept going. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can nurse and type at at midnight and two o'clock in the morning, whatever. You know, and it was like I was making it be something that I had to figure out how to fix. And you can hear what word I'm saying a lot of. I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love the Lord. I believe that He could care for me. I had seen how He had um worked in my life before. Um, but I also grew up in a home where our work ethic was high. Like it was stressed that like, we value hard work. You push through, you don't, you know, your emotions, like we stone, we were stone cold. Like you don't feel, you just push through, you know, you do the hard thing. That was a lot of, so I'm like, I'm just doing the hard thing, right, Lord? I'm just working with excellence, aren't I, Lord? I'm, I'm doing this, right? And about- maybe when my son was about like three months old, I lack of sleep, lack of boundaries, period, in terms of work life stuff. Um, I had been just burning all my reserves and I felt my heart flip flop multiple times, like literally flip flop. Wow. And then the Holy Spirit said, Mo, if you continue operating this way, you will not live long enough to see your children grow up. Mm. And right then was a huge wake up call. I was like, Oh Lord. Oh my goodness. Okay. I took on stuff that was not for me to to take on. I took on the burden to fix all my family problems. Um, I was also stuffing all my emotions, not dealing with any of that. And it was just all like, like a, a huge weight on my heart. And it literally affected my heart. It literally affected my health. And so at that moment, I had to repent and say, I'm so sorry, Lord. But I wasn't actually at that point. I didn't fully know what I was sorry for. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's like, oh, "Oh, know I'm doing something out of alignment here. But, and so I, I, I did in faith. I, so, um, you know, I had, I knew the Lord had said, if you keep going this way, you're not going to live to see your kids grow up. And so I did pare down my schedule. I did. I was like, okay, I have things I have been trying to do this all on my own. It's burned me out. I'm overwhelmed, stressed out, burnt out, and I'm no use to my family or to even my clients, really, because I was operating on such a just burnt out state, but I wasn't quite sure to the full degree, like what, um, what I had out of alignment Mm -hmm. and it's the Lord. So at that point, even though I had pared down my business schedule, I, I still wasn't quite sure like what I had fully gotten out of alignment. Right. But God is He's a gentle God. When I grew up, I made this picture of God being like someone who just zaps you when you mess up. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but he's been so good to say, you know, I'm a good father. And so he he told me and just showed me through his word, and it was through wow. Psalm 27, verse 13. And it says, I would have despaired have I not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He pointed out that I had been living like I would only see his goodness once I get to heaven, Mm -hmm. that I was pushing through all the hard here and being like, okay, this is my lot in life. Let me just push through the hard. Let me just be um, burnt out, stressed out and just push through life um, so that when I get to heaven, I can experience your full abundance, your full goodness and all that. Well, he said, that's my living that's not living. He said, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living that's here. And now, and he was like, Mo, are you living? Are you living in my goodness now? (laughs) And I was like, Ooh, God, no, I'm not. And then he showed me um, just how I had made what I do in my job be the solution for my problem. Hmm. So I was looking for everything I could do to fix everything that was, that I felt was not going well in my life, my finances the relationships, all that kind of stuff. I, in my own strength was trying to fix that. And I was looking at my job specifically what I was doing to be the solution to fix my problems and that was actually, I made my job an idol
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: was like, how God, because a lot of times I was, you know, I had this, this thought, well, okay. It's only like, I'm not really making money with my job. So it's not an idol. I'm not <laughs> like chasing, <laughs> I'm not chasing the riches because, you know, that would be serving um, money, not God. Right. I'm not mm-hmm. doing, that. I'm, I am working hard to pro- to provide for my family. Um, But we're barely making ends meet here. So that's not chasing money. But he said, but your inward stance was looking for that to be the solution and not me. You were recounting every area of lack and you were looking at money as being the solution for all your lack. So you were telling yourself, you know, I don't have this. I don't have this. Like groceries are hard to get, whatever. And, but you're telling yourself that money will solve all the problems, not me. And I was like, how oh, Lord, I did not think I would, had made my job in what I was doing an idol. And I had to repent. I had to repent for that. But that was a huge shift for me because what I learned was, um, and it was, it's not just me. A lot of people do this is like, when we have circumstances that are hard, we will ask ourselves, what do I need to do to fix this? Right. And because we look at the circumstances as being, if those circumstances are fixed, then I will feel loved, secure, peace, whatever. So then our life is up and down, up and down because our circumstances, we live in a fallen world. Our circumstances are always going to be up and down and up and down. But we're telling ourselves that if like, like I would tell myself sometimes, okay, well, if God really was for me, then this part wouldn't be hard. I'm like, but that's not truth at all. That Mm -hmm. doesn't even line up with God's word. Right. But what he was showing me is that I can have peace. I can have love. I can have security. I can have joy, no matter the circumstances. Just like what Paul said, like I can have content. I'm content in lack, content with much, right? But it was an inward peace because I now wasn't looking for the circumstance to change. I was looking at what God can do in the circumstance for me or through me. And that was a huge shift Because it involved renewing my mind because before I was like, what do I need to do to fix this? But now he was like, no, what do you need to think and believe about me first? That's where you go. Don't go to the doing, go to what, who do I say I am? What do you really believe about me? Because once we have that thought about who we are in Christ, we make different decisions. Before I was like, I, I have to fix this. It's all up to me. And so then I had no boundaries. I was working, um, past, like pushing myself past limits that shouldn't have been pushed. Um, I was frustrated, angry because I was believing it, that I had to fix it. But mm-hmm. once I switched it to, you know what? The Lord, I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread. Thank you, God. God, that even though my wallet isn't reflecting what I think it should reflect, you are going to somehow supernaturally provide exactly what we need. And then I started looking for it and, or thinking of like, okay, now what does this make possible? Oh, I can write an ebook. Okay. That's easy. Bam. Oh my goodness. I didn't even think about that. Like I wrote this nature study ebook in a weekend and it was only for $5, but it was $5 here and there. And I'd be like, oh yeah, thank you, God. I got another $10 whatever. <laughs> right. But he was doing things like that because now it wasn't, I have to fix this. It's all up to me. My, I have to, you know, make money. The pressure was off. It's like, okay, Lord, what do I get to believe you for? Who do you say I am? What do you say about my circumstances? Cause you're above the circumstances. The circumstances don't have to sway that inner peace and joy, um, that that I can have. And so that was a huge shift for me. My circumstances didn't change at all, but the way I faced and operated in my circumstances changed. And he reminded me, it is the thief that comes in order to kill, steal, and destroy. Um, But he came to give life abundantly. And so that's what he wants me to plug in is to him and what abundant life looks like, no matter what the circumstances are. And you, I make different choices now. Now, are there still some times where I'm like, oh, this is hard, yes. <laughs> but I don't stay there because he's so good to remind me, you remember how I helped you here? I'm faithful enough to do it again, just ask me. And so that was the huge shift for me To avoid burnout, because burnout is basically saying, I've got to do it all. It's Mm -hmm. all on my shoulders. I have to fix it. To moving to what surrender really means. And it's um, rolling my problems onto his shoulders, rolling my plans onto his shoulders for him to carry, and then for him to direct my paths. Because my plans back then were not really his plans. (laughs) <laughs> nope. I would say, Lord, here's my plans, please bless them. Right. Without listening to what his plan really was for me. And so that was him working on my heart and really like being able to trust him as a good father and really understanding what I was telling myself about my circumstances. That was the biggest shift because I was telling myself things like if God loved me, If God really loved me or, you know, what I know in my head, God loves me, but he loves other people more than me. Mm. And I was saying stuff like that. And like, then I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. Why, why my circumstances are so hard or whatever. Wow. (laughs) And he's like, that's not true. That is so not true. I love you with an everlasting love. I have called you by name. You are mine. And so it got to a point where, you know what? I couldn't necessarily feel that belief. That's where we want to go a lot of times. It's like, I want to feel it first, then I'll believe it. But the faith step is in faith, I am believing that what you say in your word is true. And that is going to be my new thought in faith. And the feeling follows your thoughts. It's when we start looking at our feelings first that we get all led astray.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: we always have to go back to what was I thinking? And that's the whole renew your mind daily part um, that he really brought alive through that season and through um, me learning just more about how, how our brain works through coaching.
0: Yeah. I was like, I understand now why that misses wasn't supposed to get out. I'm like, oh goodness. She like, I'm like, she just stepped on a couple different toes here and there. And just the mind, I was like, we, your story has a lot to do with like how my mindset has been sometimes. And even just in this recent um, season, it was one of those, um, it's been an emotional attack on top of, as I told people, like a, then a physical attack, because some people don't know I have multiple sclerosis. Mm-hmm. So um, just, like this time last weekend looked a whole lot different because <laughs> I, I, it'll be tomorrow, May, nine years since I was officially diagnosed. And so one of the things was me doing what you're saying, doing all the things, taking care of everybody else, feeling like I got to do this, looking at, you know, especially when you're the one doing the numbers for your finances and you're looking at oh my goodness like okay we got to get this done and then, happens, and then something else happens and then something else happens and something else happens and we start thinking like i gotta go do this i gotta figure out how to do this even though i'm like even though my husband's the one that also reminds me and be like well you remember that time before we got through it? we are gonna be all right he's the one that's the cool yes. calm collected and i'm the one that's like ah even though I'm like I know my faith walk I know what God said I know what God done I even have to remind myself but there's still that part of you that comes out and is like yeah God you did that. but let let me try to do this and see you know let me if we want to help we want to be like let me help you (laughs) to get this the
1: mood away because it's like it's not on uh, Lord you're not working on my timetable here Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know because it's always it's always different than what I think it should look like Mm -hmm. And he's had to teach me over and over again, um, you know, uh, that he, he blesses me in ways that I will never think of. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, my brain would always go, well, I just want you to fix the grocery bill or whatever, you you know, it, it should look like this. I was putting these expectations on God and he's like, you can't put expectations on me <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right above those expectations. And those expectations I was putting on God were what was causing me to feel certain ways. Like, because I was reacting like, okay, well, you didn't meet my expectation, God, that I had on you. So then I would get all worked up. But he showed me like, you know, it's just a number and he would still provide, like, we did not starve. Mm-mm. Like. Someone would give us a dozen eggs or someone would like a a client uh, that I didn't expect would, would come or, um, we'd have the money for this, but I want to make sure I have the money for this and the next thing. Right. Right. (laughs) But we'd have the money for this. And he'd be like, trust me for this and thank me that you have the money for this. Yeah. And, And then you know what? I will be with you in the next figuring out the next, because I'm like, no, I need to have it like this orderly Lord. (laughs) Come on, follow me. And he's like, No, you follow me. Yes. I was like, It's so relatable because we're all be like
0: trying to make it be like, But I want to get this ahead. I want to have this here for the next, like you said, for the next time or for the next step. And then, like you said, even with the things you weren't looking for, like me. Like I tell people, if you're entrepreneurs, sometimes things take time. It takes it can take years for things to kick off and to get going. And we'll be like, Well, let me make this product and see if they're gonna buy this now. And then when that doesn't happen, then we go out and create a whole nother product because we're trying to mm-hmm. make things happen instead of like letting us have the one thing, let it sit there, let it do what it yes. doing it, and really celebrate, like you said, even the small wins. Like you got a you did an ebook and you were like, Yeah, I got ten dollars here and there. There's been times where like I'll have a shirt and I'll get a sale and they be like that one. I was like, but yeah, you know, and I have other people who've gotten multiple sales and then they'll be like, well, how do I get, you know, I haven't gotten any more. And then I'm sitting here now, me still pushing. No, it doesn't look like how I want it to look, but it's going to, it's I can see things flourishing and coming to fruition that like what's going to happen and what he's in the works and doing. And like you said, just getting to that point where you're like, well, thank you for what I do have. If you gave me oh, I wasn't expecting that $20 or, oh, I wasn't expecting this to come. And yes, it's like, yeah, the circumstances look bad and they're not changing as fast as you would like because who doesn't want to be debt-free? Who doesn't want to have, you know, to worry about financial things? But then one thing I said to my husband the other day, I said it yesterday, last night, Ashley, I was like, I was worried about something today because I know how to get my car serviced. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to go because they're going to tell me I need this and I need that and I don't want to go. And then I said, why am I worrying about that? Tomorrow when tomorrow ain't promised to me. Yes. I say I gotta worry about today, I gotta get to tomorrow. So let me just focus on right now and today yes. instead of me trying to worry about well, what if this don't get done and what if that and sure enough, yes, they told me I need tires. So that's like, oh, there's knowing them some more money to come out. But it's just one of those, just like you said, changing your mindset, and that's one thing I see guys talking more about our mindset and remembering what He's done and keeping our minds fixed and focused on Him, like you said, renewing your mind. We yeah have to keep renewing our mind because. We'll we tend to go back to the old old self and be like, well, this has happened this before. Let me do this, you know. Let me help, you know, and let me do instead of just saying, okay, I trust you, and instead of thanking him for this for the what to him is not small to us it may look like oh that's small I got ten dollars I got five dollars I got whatever but to him yeah. it's like no I'm pouring seeds into you keep keep going more is coming yeah. and he wants to see
1: what we're gonna do like you said with the small before mm-hmm. he can bless us with the more. And in one thing that you had mentioned is that as entrepreneurs, sometimes when we're stuck in this, I have to fix this cycle. We're like, okay, let me create something else. Let me create something else. Let me create something else. And that was a hustle that the Lord didn't ask me to do what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Right. Because what he wanted me to do is serve and serve. Well, look for opportunities to serve. Not, I was looking for, how can I make the money? Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of like, who can I serve today? What, what, what in my wheelhouse can help solve a problem for someone else or alleviate something or make life easier. Mm -hmm. And once I switched that, then the pressure to create something that was income producing was gone. And there was like this more sense of purpose in what my job was. And like that satisfaction, it's still like, do I love to create? I love to create courses. I love to create um, products. I mean, I, I God wired me for that. <laughs> but it's now through the lens of how can this help someone mm-hmm. and who can I serve with it instead of I have to do X, Y, and Z with it. And that was another shift that he moved me through with all of this that he was just showing me about how I was trying to fix everything and not fully trusting him as a good father and not fully um, believing in a heart level, Mm -hmm. everything that his word says. I knew it in a head level, but it hadn't hit the heart. And that's where it started to go. Like once I started, okay, I'm gonna, in faith, I'm gonna believe your word. Your word says, you know what? I I will never leave you or forsake you. So I'm trusting you for that, Lord. Even though I might not feel like it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: My feelings don't have to be an indicator of your truth.
0: Amen.
1: (laughs) My faith step is I'm choosing to think on this. And then you find, oh my goodness, my feelings are starting to to align with my thought. Because your feelings always follow your thought. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I was just like this listening to you and it was like, wow, this just, you know, like it goes all like it's saying with the power of your mind and remembering what God has said. And the main thing you did say was about serve, about serving. We kind of, a lot of times we forget that part of it. We get so wrapped into the money and we forget about the beginning, the purpose of it, what you are called to do. And we look at it more in the worldly way and not in godly way not in the spiritual way of like okay god you equipped me this way but you didn't quit me this way to go be a millionaire if it happens just yes, nice but more so like don't forget the main part you're there to serve he's working through us to serve his people not for us to just be like okay i just need you to pay some. i just need to get this client so i can make this x amount of money and that's one of the key things i think a lot of us forget that part of it the service and asking god to say okay god how are you going to use me to serve your people What do you wanting me to do for your people? What is it that they need that I can give to them so that they can grow closer to you? Because we're doing things for the kingdom. It's not for us, it's for him. And we tend to forget that along the way. We get so wrapped into the, I want this, I want that. I need this many things. I need that many things. And and a lot of times we
1: leave him out of our business and we're not supposed to. (laughs) Nope. He needs to be in all, all areas. Um, of our life. And that includes our business. Mm.
0: So what is one question
1: that you have for me? Okay. One question I have for you. And you said I can ask you anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's one decision that you've been avoiding making?
0: Ooh, Ooh, I got chills when you asked me that. <laughs> one decision I've been avoiding making is just stepping out boldly and um business-wise just stepping out and just doing it like mm. I'll back out of things I'll tell you know like they say you'll talk about something that you have and then you'll kind of be like and then you'll hear this person say something or that person say something so then it makes you start re-questioning what I should do this or what I shouldn't do that and one of the things is I loved I'm a talker and I everybody who's listened to this podcast and heard me say that and one of the things that even came to me recently is like what is something that people have said that's in a negative way to you that really is a positive thing about you
1: mm-hmm. that you
0: do because I used to you know being talkative and talking has been looked at a negative and I'd be like well I talk too much and my husband would be like that she go to be no self up again and then it's like no but God, this is like you said, how he wired you and how he did. So just being like taking advantage of the thing that somebody else said is a negative in a negative way and looking at it in a positive way. And one of the things is I kept saying, like, should I do the coaching? Should I do my course? And then it's like, well, my course is very basic. And then maybe nobody's not gonna want to listen to that. And it's just taking the leap and stepping out and really doing what he's calling me to do. And I'm trying my hardest to do more of it just say you know what I'm just gonna be bold I'm gonna step out here and do it I was like even when you tell my life coach and I finally did step out and he kept pushing me to the do um and, um push me to do life coaching because most people say I'm like a counselor or I'm all a good communicator and um just stepping out and doing it so it's like well do I go speaking do I do the coaching route which way are you wanted me to go what am I supposed to put on the back burner what am I supposed to do how am I and then it's like I'll get to a point where I may say something and somebody's like well how are you going to present that how are you going to do that how are you going to do this and then I'll back off and be like you know what maybe I'm not supposed to do this right now. So I'll question myself and back out of it. So like, I know I will have to do speaking, but then it's like, well, I want to have this in order. And they're like, you got to have this steps and you got to have that. And then if I won't do coaching, well, how are you going to, what are your coaching going to do? What are you going to do? And I naturally, I'm, a talk, I'm actually a natural communicator with people. I'm one of those people that as I've said before, I come off as I come off as nosy, but I ask questions. I'm like, okay, what's your kid's name? What's your dog's name? You know, if I get to meet you, I'll eventually make my way around. And then I'll remember these things. Like, I didn't even, I knew one of my coworkers recently had a dog, but I was like, did, did you ever tell me your dog name? And then we both started thinking, and he was like, probably not, because he said he'd be fussing at the dog all the time. Because I know his daughter's name, and he said she would be playing with the dog, but we had never talked. And I said, I understand now, because you never really talked about. And I would have, and me, I'm one of those people, when you're talking, I'll find something to relate it to right? So that, right. that makes me remember. So he I, he was like, the dog' name is Patrick. I thought I would have remembered that, because I would have thought about SpongeBob. Yeah. So <laughs> that's how I would have remembered, you know, Patrick, even though I don't really watch, you know, SpongeBob or nothing. But it's just one of those things that just stepping out and really being me and yeah. just putting my voice out there. And not worrying about, well, this person has this going on and this person has that going Because I've right. listened to different things lately. And one of the things is like, but I don't want to do stuff like that. I don't want right. to do it that way. And I listen to some of us, I don't want to do that that way. And it's like lit, learning the things that, I guess, in a sense, showing me what I would change, what I would keep, but Mm -hmm. also just trying to really just say, you know what, God made you uniquely and authentically yourself and just stepping out and to do it. So just being bold enough to step out of my business and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Like I did step out bold enough this year to do my first virtual conference and so now it's like I'm having these other things to add I want to do um like a workshop but I'm like well nobody don't want to come and then it's like well what I want to do these panel discussions, and even talking to you one of the things he gave me is going to be called the power series and it has like the power of and then whatever like it could be about encouragement to mind it could be about um the Bible, you know community and yeah. so I'm like I'm about to start doing these panel discussion I'm about to step out like hey y'all come together let's get together because there's a lot of things people need to hear and talk about and I'm all about collaborations and mm-hmm. trying to get people to work together because like they said yes you have your thing and I have my thing but if we start the same people then we could come together and do something together yeah. so me is just really stepping more out in my business because I'll look at my website and be like um, how else I don't look as nice as some of the other people, you know, That's just getting person. out of, yep. yeah, getting out of my own way and really saying, okay, yeah. Lord, like I listened to a message the other day, yesterday, I finally finished the end of it. And it was, um, her name, Stephanie, Pastor Stephanie Ike. She was on the woman involved and it was like, you, I don't know if it was you, I think it said you are enough. And I was listening to it and it was like, one of the things I ask God each day is like, how can I be your vessel? For you, what do you want me to use? And so now it's like asking him, like, even though I say, Lord, what do you want me to do today? But as he's saying, okay, how am I supposed to do this? What do you want me to focus on? Yeah. Because, like you said, in entrepreneurship, we'll get to, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this, and all these things. And you got all these doors and all these things happening at the same time, but you're not really focused on the one and getting right. that going. So it's, I'm like, there's things that I see and I want to do and I'm like afraid to just step out (laughs) and do it. But then it's like, no, just be you, just step out. And you know, whenever it is time for things to happen because it's like, you'll start doing a certification like life coaching and then it'd be like, oh that's a lot of courses to go through so that's gonna take a while so but then it's also like I tell other people and it's one of the things we do we could tell other people what to do but we won't we have to take our own advice too when you're like just step out and do it just do it yeah. right whoever needs to hear is gonna hear whoever see it because then you'll be like well which platform am I need to be on am I gonna go be here on YouTube am I gonna right. be on Facebook am I gonna be on Instagram am I gonna be you know where am I gonna do and then like somebody like they say find your one master that one then you can add something else because we'll be in all the places and and then you have all the things that people say but like my who is this somebody else said it a different way they was like you chew up the meat and spit out the bone so basically so I know that's probably not the best one but I know like my husband say you take some stuff and some stuff you don't yeah you know you don't need so it's just finding that Okay, Lord, how am I supposed to do this? Because right. one of the big things that most people have heard me talk about, I'm all about checking on your people. And because it's something that I do <laughs> and until, you know, and I'm always advocating because of mental health, because one of the time, like I say, we wait till things happen and then we'll say, oh, well, I didn't know this had happened. I didn't know this was going on. And a lot of people do feel alone and they don't feel like they have somebody to talk to. So it's like, no, check on your people, like pushing that out more, that movement for people to check on their people. Like, I'll be like, oh, I can make this to go with this. And not not like something big and major, but like just to remind people, hey, you know, check on your people. And I know that now I think more so, yes, I'm an encourage. I say I'm an encouragement coach and I also call myself an encouragement cheerleader because I'm the one that's like, you got this, you can do this, come on, let's keep going. And it's like, you doing all this for everybody but you. <laughs> but it's one of those like just saying yeah. like keep pushing, like, you know. The mess is still like, I can do check on your people and still encourage. I can still be that chillier. I can have all these components. I'm holding people accountable for things and then just getting out of my own way, getting out of my head. Like you said, changing my mindset and saying, you got this, you could do this because we will tell each other that, but then we don't
1: do it right. ourselves. Right. Yeah. And I could probably talk even more on that. Um <laughs> But like two things you said were, um, you know, a lot of times we overthink, we're like this, we have this person telling us we should do this and this and this. And then what I've been able to recognize, um, faster now, (laughs) I didn't always recognize it (laughs) as fast as I can now is when I'm in confusion. That's usually who's the author of confusion, Satan, Mm -hmm. right? And he likes to use confusion to stall to stall us so that we don't take any action. We don't take that one step that God's asked us to. Mm-hmm. And so when I find myself, in am my confusion. I'm like, oh, okay. I can see where I'm at. Lord, what's the one thing you want me to do today? Just the one. Because my brain wants to know all 50. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but God's like, just trust me in this. Take this, the next one. And then I have to tell myself, um, I don't have to know the how. I just have to know the who and mm-hmm. the who is Jesus. Yeah. So that's one of the ways that I've helped my brain kind of get out of that confusion when I feel like in that, um, I don't have to consider all of them right now. I just have to ask the Lord, what's that one next step you want me to take? So mm-hmm. for you, it's like, Lord, what's that one next bold step?
0: Yeah. That you Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I was like, just put it out there because one of the things about even with that they
0: were like you need to get this done you need to get that done before you do all that start talking about and it's like no I'm just going to step out and do it because I've gotten confirmation from somebody else that was kind of like You don't have to do that. Just step out and and do it. So I'm pushing more so right now for checking on your people because that's the thing I'm passionate about. That's the thing Mm -hmm. I do. And no, I may not text people every day, but I'm pushing for more people to check on each other and stop. We live in a selfish world where we only care about what I got and what I'm doing and telling people more about collaborating with each other. I even have created this new tool. People haven't reached out and put into it, but I've only put it in my Facebook group first and then I put it out more, but I'm more like having people to collaborate. If like I told you, if you find people, if we're in the same niche, hey, let's work together. Let's come up with something. Who knows? You can make a bundle together. Y'all could be in a conference together. You just never know. What the plan may be, or just be able to throw ideas off each other, create a group together of people in that same you know space. Yeah. But it's like if I got the t- if I have the tools, then somebody can send them my way. If you got the tools, I can send them your way and say, well, hey, I can't help you with that, but I'd be like, but Mo could help you with this. And so I, you know, be like, you know, it's not so much as saying it's not thinking about it's the serving part. It's not about the monetary part. It's the serving part and how we're helping and reaching each other because it, especially we as women. Because a lot of times we do feel like, okay, I just got to get, I'm just, a, I'm just a mom or I'm just a wife or I'm just these things and just having us to work together. That's like I said, even with doing this and I think about the podcast, like I said, people call it my ministry. And at one point I'm like, I never looked at it like that. And it was like, no. And then one person t- I've heard two times, you're going to be like Oprah. I was like, hold on, I ain't trying to be like Oprah now. I just want to get people's, you know, um, you know, stories out and because it's something I do i communicate and i talk and i want more people to have that relational th- with each mm-hmm. relation with each other because we don't we work go to work and what hey and people keep going by their business and it's right. not like a, having a true conversation but then some places you work they don't want you to do that they right. want you to just work and get in and out and get the work done but then it's like well how you want to have productive workers though So, but I was just like, I I told you before we started, I felt in my spirit. I was so excited about (laughs) us talking because I didn't, I never know, you know, how had a conversation to go, (laughs) Right. but it's just one of those things, like all the stuff you were saying and it made me understand why I needed to have you and why he had you to reach out because one, it needs to be heard and two, it's not only for everybody else, it was for me too. So I'm just thankful to have, to have had the chance to interview you and look forward to whatever comes behind this, because, um, cause I know God always opens so many different doors that I don't even know what's going to happen.
1: Yes. <laughs> and none of us know,
0: you know, what's going to happen next. Yes. So what is, Thank uh, you so much? oh no, you're welcome. So what's one takeaway you have for
1: the audience? And where can you be found on social media and your website? Okay. So one takeaway. Um, God is always our source. Everything else is our resources. Our job is our resource, our time, all those money. Those are um, resources. And he owns the cattle on a thousand Hills. He can take care of those resources. We just need to be plugged into the source. So, um, where you can find me, Maureen com or Maureen spell on Instagram or Maureen spell on Facebook. Okay i think I it was
0: easy. yeah you did you're just your name that makes it a whole lot they just like okay just type you in google you and see what pops yes. <laughs> but yes i have truly enjoyed this conversation and all the gems you have shared and i know many more people are going to um enjoy it when they hear it because i know a lot of people can relate to what we were talking about you know, with um, really trusting God and trusting what God is calling to remember, he's our source. So I thank you once again. I'm going to have all your information down in the show notes. So you all will be able to just click on it and follow her and reach out to her. If it's a resource she has that you need, if you're a mom and you just need more guidance, reach out to her for all the guidance and things that you need. And I always say, if you need prayer, feel free to reach out if you need prayer. I'm willing to pray, you know, for you, and I'll have all things about encouragement for it down below, but always remember to have encouragement for it. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Encouragement Forward podcast. I pray that this episode has blessed you beyond measure. I pray that it has encouraged you to want to share your story or testimony so that someone else can receive encouragement too, so they can see how God has brought you through this tough season. Bless you. God keep you. Remember, God loves you. I love you. And always have Encouragement Forward.